Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 9829thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back together. Missed you last week, man. Yeah, missed you Hope too, Hope you all had some fun here. You we did. We, we, wait wait until I guess we got coming up at the bottom of the <laughs> you hour. You and Jason. Yeah, yeah. Clowning me all that time. Max already y'all having fun of me, putting me at Bucky's and all that stuff. Yeah, but man. We are back. Well, all you this, actually went. I went through it. I didn't go there. I went through it. And <laughs> like I said, you're right. It, might, it enjoyed the clean bathrooms, but it was just too crowded. Y'all don't, just stay away from Bucky's unless you've got to go to the bathroom <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon during these summer months because it's packed and full of folks who just, they don't know what, they, they, like they all just got paroled. <laughs> they just walk around with their head and eye, breathing in all this wonderful aromas and trying to figure out how to go down this aisle and that aisle and where's the bathroom at and kids are not paying attention and touching things that they shouldn't be touching and they're going to try and sell it. <laughs> Open, anyway. But I, I have, you know, like I said, I wouldn't mind. I'd go in there and get something. Yeah. But it was just too crowded. All right. On, top, on top this, of the hour. On top this, of the hour. Yeah, I was going to say, on this June 10th, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in Griffin. And wonderful Griffin. Griffin. Well, they will get Georgia. after you about that G. Well, well you can't they, say they, it. That, that's Griffin? A, yeah, I that, said it right. No, the G, the, the, that G. Oh, because okay, I got yeah, you. Like the folks yeah, in Athens, yeah, yeah. they got a problem oh, with that. Or right? the folk up in Wisconsin too. They we had that G first. Oh, forget they, them. They're not even relevant no more. Well, I'm just they saying. ain't even relevant. Don't okay. get me started on Green Bay. Don't even count no more. They they sent they shipped off, you know who, and he's in the AFC, and we're gonna stomp them this year. Everybody's gonna take great pride for the next X amount of years beating up on Green Bay up there. Bears, Lions, Vikings, all of them. We can all hope. I'm I'm in. I'm I'm with that all day long. We got a guest, speaking of being up north there, and he's gonna he can tell you firsthand what it's gonna be like beating up on those Packers. Welcome, Sean Belegian from WJR. <laughs> we used to say a show that he used to be on, but not anymore, Sam. No, man. He is a, he has moved on. He has got his own show. <laughs> he is he is informing the folks of Detroit, not only on a daily basis about what's going on in their many, many sports, college and pro, but he's also doing his hockey report late at night. Live and local, I believe, right? Yeah, looking forward to it, guys, and looking forward to beating the Packers a little bit more, too. It was fun last year. I, I could get used to that. I could get really used to that. So 
we'll see how that plays out. And 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 listen, this is a this is a Lions team, Aaron Rodgers or not, that people have been talking about ascending to the top of that division. Now Minnesota yeah, might have know, some... Go ahead. Brad Holmes has done a tremendous job. He really has. He he he's kind of done the slow play here, right? Where, you know, there he knew there was gonna be a couple year span, they were gonna struggle a little bit. They had their own pick and coupled it, you know, with the pick in the Matthew Stafford deal and everything. So, um, you know, he's played it the right way. Uh, Let's see it come to fruition. Guys, it's crazy. I don't think people around the nation know this. Do you know the Lions have one playoff win, one singular playoff win in the Super Bowl era? Uh, You know, you say that to people around the country and they're like, oh, come on. I, I I know that they've struggled a bit. There's one playoff win it is amazing you know how much his franchise has struggled over the years and um you know certainly they hope to change that this year well you know where to start you get that corner office and get them folks out there that make cars let them make cars and get out of the sports business they're not gonna do that they're not gonna do that (laughs) right that's what people up there say right yeah no doubt no doubt and and you know what uh dan campbell it's been infectious up here. You know, the, the guys have bought in. But it, it all starts, really, it starts in the in the front office. You know, you, you have to be able to bring talent in here. And, you know, in the past, the only talent the Lions usually brought in were the guys that they picked highly, you know. And we are fortunate to have Calvin Johnson here. I mean, phenomenal. I mean, I know the, the Tech fans know how good he is. Uh, obviously one of the best that ever played the game in Barry Sanders. But, you know, other than that, there hasn't been a whole heck of a lot to brag about. Yeah, well, those folks in Athens might have something to say about that, too. Yeah, you had do. a pretty good quarterback that, that performed here for a while while he was in college. Absolutely. No, <laughs> no doubt. It, it just for that poor guy, he just he it was surrounding cast so often. It, the, the whole the whole Matthew Stafford era to me was what might have been, you know, and that that's depressing. And even for all the magic that he brought, and, and, and he did. I, I'm a Matthew Stafford guy. I, they didn't win a playoff game. It, it's crazy. You think about all the teams in the league, everybody's got multiple wins, right? Even the, the, the teams that came in after. The Lions have a singular playoff win, and that goes all the way back to 1992 when they knocked off the Cowboys in January of 92. It's, it's incredible. It really is. Wow, man. That, that's that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, 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 we love uh, us some Sean Belisian, man. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Folks, we can only get it from this man. Joining us here on the WayForward.com hotline is Sean Belisian. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter always at Sean P. Valley, at Sean P. B-A-L-I. All right, let's get to the, uh, man, um, we, we, we have a series. And for a while it looked like it wasn't going to be a series the way things are going in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, but the Rats did come out and Florida did get a win. Thoughts about where this series is at right now? Yeah, you know what? It was really interesting because the game kind of came in layers, right? You know, Florida came out and and really asserted itself, and there was about a 10-minute span where they were absolutely all over Vegas. And when Vegas kind of rode that out, I think a lot of people, including yours truly, said, uh-oh, you know, and, and Vegas got those two goals to take the lead. But once again, you know, Matthew Kachuk answering the bell, finding a way to score the goal late, especially after clearly he's dealing with an upper body injury after that big hit. It it doesn't take a a doctor to figure that out watching him. And then they find a way to win it in overtime. And uh, you're absolutely right. You know, although Vegas has been the better team, make no mistake about that. 
Vegas is in a position right now where if they're not careful tonight, this series might be tied and suddenly become a, a best of three. And, you know, that's the grit and the determination of both the, the Florida Panthers and, and Matthew Kachuk. I know we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Matthew Kachuk is, is becoming a flat-out rock star uh, right now for the Florida Panthers. I, I mean, he, he is really having one of those legendary type of playoff performances that, that I think – is going to be talked about for years to come in the National Hockey League. Sean Belizean joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com. Sean's from up at WJR in Detroit. Now you talk about Matthew like that and and what he's done and rightfully so, but the story leading into these finals, what was going on between the pipes and how does that as you move forward? Now mind you he lost the two the first two games, but how do you feel about what's going on in the goalie position with this Panthers team right now? That's a great question. No, you're right. That's a great question. And that's kind of been the MO for Bob his entire career. If you get good, Bob, look out. You know, I mean, honestly, he he can take you a long way. But when bad Bob shows up, I I, I think you saw what we saw in particular in game two. I I thought it was great that uh, uh, Paul Maurice, of course, came out and said after the game, I'm not worried about this guy at all. We aren't where we're at without his stellar play in between the pipes and, and he bounced back and had a strong night. But I think a lot of people are, are, are kind of thinking that same way. Like, okay, uh, is, is this the start of bad Bob showing up? So that's been his MO his whole career. He's been up and down when he's good. He's one of the best. And when he's bad, well, you've seen him jettisoned out of certain places because of that. But if the guy that played in game three sticks around for a little bit, we really, really are going to find things uh, increasingly interesting in this series. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Folks, we're talking with Sean Belegian, who joins us now, talking NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, we got 2-1 advantage right now for Las Vegas over Florida. Thoughts about Vegas now, the Golden Knights. How much is it pressure on them to come out and try to get the upper hand early? Does that matter for them in this in this uh, in this game tonight, Game Four? I, you know what? If if I'm Vegas, I wouldn't change a thing because I I, I clearly believe they've been the better team so far, and, and and you know you could make the argument that they deserved a better fate the other night. The one thing that's jumped out to me uh, about this series is, and I think all of us, yours truly included, maybe didn't give them the credit that they deserve for their grit and their tenacity. This team plays incredibly heavy. I think their defense score is is wildly underrated. I, I mean, they are really causing Florida some issues. And some of the things that worked, in particular for Matthew Kachuk, are not working with this defense score because they're just not buying it. You know, they're, they're playing their game. They're not falling for the shenanigans. They're not trying to get their pound of flesh. They're sitting back and saying things like, you know, look, we've got bigger fish to fry. You can try to agitate and get under our skin as much as possible, but we're just going to turn the cheek and and play our game. I, I'm really, really impressed with the way that, that Vegas has handled themselves in that defense core. And, yeah, you know, you could make the argument there isn't a star anymore, so to speak, uh, on their defense core. You know, it, it's a group of good players, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes people take that almost as like a derogatory statement, and, and it's not at all. That is a darn good top six. And I think it's a major reason why Vegas – has has this 2-1 lead, and, and certainly I still think looks to be the team to beat. 
Hey, uh, Sean, every time we talk to you about a matchup that's going on, you usually present a player or two to keep an eye on. As we talk about how Florida came back in the last game, going into this one, who do you think, if anybody, needs to step up? Or at least you want to see something from this particular player on Vegas? Well, you know, I, I, I think it, it starts and ends with Matthew Kachuk. I mean, he has been the engine. It, it really has. And it, it's not particularly fair to him, but I think he's he's been the engine with this team. So I, I think you, you have to put a circle around Matthew Kachuk. There's, there's no doubt about it still. And I know everybody said, well, the circle's uh, been on him. I think it has to stay on him. I, we saw in game three, too, as that – team goals Matthew Kachuk goes and vice versa and you know when it looked for a little while like he wasn't going to come back and I there was no doubt in my mind he was going to come back if you remember before the start of the period you know there there were reporting Matthew Kachuk isn't on the bench there was no doubt in my mind that guy was going to be on the bench even if they had to amputate his arm he was <laughs> yeah. going to go on the bench with one arm I mean that's the type of guy he is yeah and and, and so I think you could see that that really buoyed the team and then of course his his late game heroics to tie the game and, and you know I'm going to stick with Bob as well you know if, if the guy that showed up in game three back in the friendly confines down in, in sunrise if that guy's around look they're, they're a tough team to beat I, I'm going to keep hammering if I'm Vegas I change nothing I change absolutely nothing okay boys we weren't going to sweep them that's okay let's keep playing our game don't, don't extend yourself We've got a deep defense core. Don't do anything that's going to put Florida on a power play. Stay disciplined. Do what you have to do, and we're going to grind this team out. You know, much like you saw in the first couple of games. I thought game two, fellas, was the one where they just grinded them out, grinded them out, and all of a sudden a tight game you saw become, you know, 3-2, 4-2, 5-2, 2 and it just started to grow. I would play that game. I think that's Vegas game just to wear you out. You know, it's funny. You didn't answer my question, but then again, you did answer my question because if I'm hearing you correctly, Florida's going to do what they're going to do, and you hope that the people who stood out in the last game continue to do so. But I was asking you about a particular player on Vegas, but if I'm hearing you correctly again, you're saying it's going to be a team effort. Continue to do what they're, they've been doing, and there's been no real standout on Vegas has just been the team is just better than Florida, and they showed that at home. And what you're saying is just continue to do what you've been doing, and you'll get this win down here in Florida. Well, that's exactly it. I, I mean, really, I, I, I think that the team effort so far from this team has been phenomenal, and, and it starts it starts with uh, the defense score. There's no doubt about it. I, I think, you know, Stone is a guy that you can look at. You know, he's having a good playoff, but I, I think this guy is a passion. He's a fiery captain. He's a fiery leader. Uh, you know, in the past, he's been a, a streaky sh uh, scorer, and that's something to keep an eye on. It, it really is. I, I, I think right now, for me, what's working for Florida, or excuse me, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, is that team thing. You know, everybody, whether it be the their depth up front in particular, their, their top six defensemen, play your game. You hear coaches say that incessantly, play your game. And superstars didn't get the Knights to where they're at right now. You know, being a part, a cog, if you will, in the way they do things has been huge. Uh, you know, could an individual step it up? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll talk about Stone. You know, fiery leader, the captain of the team. I, I think there's a next level there for him, especially in, re in regards to scoring goals. Uh, but... Play your game. 
All right, listen, Sean, and thank you as always, but here's the thing, Sam. We can tap back to Sean okay. during football season. All right. We can talk because these guys doing the show now, so he's around the clock as far as sports, right? We can yeah. reach out to you for these different things and maybe even in a week or so because our Atlanta Braves are going up there to Detroit to take on the Tigers. How about that? So we might have to make a call next week ah. and get your thoughts on what's going on with that. But either way, we ain't done with you now that hockey season's almost over. Is that cool with you? Oh, yeah, and congratulations on your impending sweep of the Tigers. Uh, that, that's a fantastic thing, you know, whenever you can sweep a team. So congratulations with that. And yeah, my- yeah, you're right. I, you know, I'm fortunate enough I, I do a, a, a an NFL show. Well, really, it's a football show uh, with uh, the vice president of the Lions, Bill Keenest, a longtime uh, member of the front office, and we do a show together on Sunday night. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun, guys. Absolutely. We'll be reaching out to this guy. Uh, we're not done with you, Sean. Listen, enjoy the rest of the uh, your Sunday, your Saturday and Sunday. And uh, listen, if this thing goes to Game 7, we're going to have a chance to call him next week? Yeah, absolutely. All right, then. Well, Let's do it. Stay by the phone, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks no, a lot. No problem at all. Graduation party this weekend for us, so a lot of running around, but always a pleasure to chat with you. There you go. And, and, and congratulations on not having to take that drive from Northville into downtown Detroit uh, at 4 in the morning anymore because he got himself an afternoon oh, gig. couldn't be happier, I'm <laughs> telling you, honestly. Guys. Some people are morning guys, and I'm not one of them. I'll leave it at that. There you go. Sean Belegian, WJR, joining Sam and Greg here. We're going to switch gears and talk Atlanta United. They're taking on D.C. later. And the guy who's calling it with uh, Mike Conti, Jason Longshore, he is joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Like Grandma and Grandpa used to play Then I'll float on down the river To Cajun Hideaway Watch Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. It's the 10th of June. You guys are having a wonderful weekend, and thank you again for letting us be a part of it. At some point, we have to talk about this thing in the New York Times, this story about scientists discover a virgin birth in a crocodile. This is literally from Jurassic Park. Am I right, Max? He's laughing over there. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it sounds this like. This exactly what this is. New York Times scientists discovered this happened a couple years back. Well, yeah. we ain't gonna do it now. Okay. But we, we got to talk about all right, that. All right. And all right. and also, um, I asked you something earlier in the show, and we were gonna do it during casting call, but we didn't because I was trying to get this AI stuff. But I asked you about a character, and we'll do it in the next segment. I asked you to. Choose a character, TV show, or movie that you would like to, if you had the opportunity, man, I'd like to play this role. Okay. I'd like to have been this character. Okay. And we were going to do it during casting call, but we didn't, so we'll get that during the next segment here. And we got to welcome our guest on here. Um, and I want to thank him publicly for sitting in for me last week while y'all were sitting there clowning me and putting me at Bucky's. But you were actually there. Not when you were talking about it. Y'all were just having fun with me then. Jason, he, he actually go to Bucky's, though. He actually went. J- nice. Now, Jason, I went. Here's the deal. I went because we had to pull over because I needed, to go to, needed a bathroom stop and a walk the dog stop because we saw a storm ahead of us, and we had talked about going to Bucky's. But listen, do never do not go to Bucky's on a Sunday afternoon during the summer because you got a better chance of getting on a ride at Disney World at Fourth of July. No, they get they get you through pretty quick. You just don't uh-huh. go if you're in a hurry. 
at Bucky's on a Sunday in the middle of the summer. Hmm. Yes. I, don't, I don't know about that, but you know, I don't know about that. Yeah, man. But anyway, I want to thank you for sitting in last week, uh, Jason. No worries, you know that. And 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 I hope you guys had fun. We did. We always had a great time. Great time, Jason. Uh, before we get to Atlanta United and your trip to Los Angeles, and you went to L.A. this yeah, week. Yeah, I know. And, 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 you know, not your usual trip. You got out there a day early and you hung around afterwards and whatnot. But I want to get you about the, the news. Uh, while you guys were, were out west, the news comes about uh, Lionel Messi and MLS. Your thoughts on that and what it potentially means uh, for MLS. We're going to get to see those guys. We'll get, we'll get to see them in September. Yeah, that's what ended up taking up a lot of my time out in L.A., mm-hmm. uh, trying to keep up with all of the madness coming out of Europe and Argentina and out of Miami, because when we left to go to L.A. on Monday, it was looking likely that Messi was going to re-sign with Barcelona. They had gotten approval from their league whatever mechanisms they had to do to sign him. La Liga in Spain doesn't have a a true salary cap like we do. Their spending per team is based on revenue. So it's more about sustainability and not having teams overspend what they bring in as opposed to a salary cap like we're used to. But they had gotten the approval. They'd gotten their numbers. They had to try to make sense of it. And it looked like they were going to do that. And then it started to bubble up. Tuesday afternoon that Messi doesn't want to wait for them to fix their financial issues and he wants to go to Miami and it was starting to get reported out of Argentina and eventually we we know what happened it's an amazing thing for Major League Soccer because you've been building to this kind of a moment for a while and I mean you can even go back to the old North American Soccer League and Pelé come into the cosmos and when that happened Pelé was much further past his prime than Lionel Messi is he's kind of at the the tail end of his prime especially the way he played at the World Cup and the way he played the season for PSG so at that time when Pelé came to New York you had no foundation you had you know a few like cities that had really organized youth clubs and things going on but Pelé came he's a big star he left everything went away When Beckham came in 2007 to the LA Galaxy, the league really started to grow up here with MLS, and you started to see more guys come, and rules start to get changed to add more players of that ilk. And you had the foundation that could grow. And I think you can look at MLS before David Beckham and MLS after David Beckham, and there's absolutely a line there. Things changed. This is even more different because, one, on the field, Messi is arguably, and we can sit here and have debates all day about who the best player of all time is, he's in that conversation. He is absolutely in that conversation, and he just won a World Cup, and he was the player of the tournament. So you have the ability, you have the star power to the point that Inter-Miami's Instagram followers have – almost, I think it might be five or six times what they were before he signed now. he Inter-Miami has more Instagram followers than any other team in the United States. Yes, that's including everybody in NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, all of it, after Messi signed. Like, we're talking about an effect that we've never seen. And the tickets are sold everywhere for Miami games the rest of the season. They're all gone. Every ticket's been sold. Resale prices are insane. 
And now you're able to have all that foundation in place for this kind of a superstar to come and elevate the league ahead of the World Cup coming in 2026. So it's a really exciting time. And I don't know how everything's going to play out with all of this. We don't know how long he's going to stay. We don't know what his level of play is going to be as he gets a little bit older. Father time's undefeated. We all know that. But right now, this is an incredible time to be around MLS. And it's just a really exciting time for soccer in the United States. Jason Longshore joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, talking about the Lionel uh, Messi effect. And my thing is this, is this guy has achieved everything that you can achieve other than just continuing uh, on, on what he's, the groundwork he's already laid out. So what should we expect? What are the expectations of him here, you know, in this league right now? Because, again, is he on cruise control in a way that not many superstars are? Like I said, he's done everything. And he's here now playing in a place where the expectations in MLS aren't like they are in the other leagues around the world. So what's interesting about Messi is I don't think he has a cruise control. I I really don't like he's a guy who, you know, when he was at Barcelona playing under Pep Guardiola, Pep tells the story of when he, he really kind of got to understand Messi's mindset and it was one time when he, he subbed him out of the game that I think was a, a three nil lead or maybe a four nil lead. I mean, they're cruising, sub Messi out, give him a little extra rest before the next game. Messi didn't talk to him for a week. He was angry about being subbed out of the game. You can't <laughs> sub him out of the game. He, he's insanely competitive. Um, he elevates the competitive level around him. So he's a guy who wants to win at all times. And I don't think that changes by coming to MLS. And and, and mind um, you, the word, when I said cruise control, I was using, you know, the analogy I was actually using yeah, was, I was I was thinking about when Gretzky came over. He got all the records and, and it pretty much solidified he was going to be the greatest player of all time while he was in Edmonton. What he did when he got to L.A., he elevated the sport. But he wasn't that same player, and that's kind of what I was going for. I didn't mean the guy was going to cruise on. I'm sure he's going to still be the greatest player out there, wherever you rank him. But that's kind of where I was going in your thoughts, and that's the Messi that we should look for. Uh, What's interesting, though, about Messi and, and where he is as a player at 35, his season this year with PSG in France, which is the lowest of the big five leagues in Europe. It's the, the least competitive of the big five. But Messi showed up big in, in the international games that PSG played as well. He had a, an attacking season in Europe that was only really rivaled by one or two other players. He scored or assisted in 41 goals, I think, in 40 games this year. I mean, that's, that's insane numbers for anybody, let alone a 35-year-old. And, you know, in the middle of that, he did go and win a World Cup for the first time in his career and was the best player in that tournament. So I, I don't think he's even – what's crazy is, does he run as fast as he used to? No, probably not. But he's smarter now on the field. So is he a better player now than he was? I mean, it depends on how you want to judge it. Like, you're not going to see that, that dribbling run from midfield as often as you might have seen it before. But think back to the World Cup and the semifinal against Croatia where he takes one of the best defenders in the tournament, Vardial, on a ride, spins him around outside the 18, and lays it off for an, for an assist. I mean, Messi is still at an insane level, and just technically, that stuff doesn't go away. What Messi can do with the ball 
is unbelievable. So it's crazy that, you know, I don't even know how much you could say his his impact and his level has dropped at his age. And And look, it'll happen at some point. We know that. But I don't know when that's going to happen. And it's just it's fascinating to see what he continues to evolve into as a player. Yeah, folks are spending time on the way for a talk on hotline. We've got a little bit more time to spend with him, Jason Longshore. Uh, and he is social on Twitter. You can find him always at Longshoe at Longshoe. Brad Gazan um, and his performance in Los Angeles. Unbelievable. And we remember how his last performance here at home started. Uh, I'm not saying they're going out to atone for that. But what a performance, uh, 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 a scoreless draw, but but he was simply awesome. He was incredible. And, look, it was a tough game for Atlanta United on the road in L.A. L.A. is a good team, and they bounced back from losing in CONCACAF Champions League better than I thought. And this was a good lineup that LAFC put out against Atlanta on Wednesday night. First 30 minutes or so felt pretty even. Atlanta had some chances. LAFC had some chances. But as the night went on, LAFC really started to pin Atlanta United in for, honestly, the first time this season. And Brad Gazan was called on to make a number of big, big saves, and he did. He almost set a new record for saves in a match for Atlanta United. Uh, He had the most that he's had in a clean sheet since joining Atlanta United. It's his 50th clean sheet for the club as well, which is a, a cool milestone. And it's his 50th in his 150th match. So you're getting a clean sheet every three games. That's really impressive. And, again, talk about players and age to be doing what he's doing since he came back from this knee injury. And, you know, he hasn't played a lot over the last two years because of really the first serious injuries in his career. He comes back from the knee injury much earlier than anyone expected. And he's had two really good games out of three. Okay, let him keep going and get going again and get that consistency going, and we'll see what level he can be at. But you need not even just the saves that he had against LAFC. You need the leadership. You need that that voice. You need that organization in the back, and I thought it helped Atlanta United defensively in that game in a big way. Hey, Jason, we're being told we got to go, but I want to just tell you this as we leave. We were talking about this earlier. Can you picture this? You know, like you go to a Braves game and a couple of the Falcons show up, a couple of Hawks show up. So let's just picture you're watching a Marlins game like you lost a bet or whatever, but you're watching a Marlins game and they flash to the stands and you literally could see at the game Messi, Butler, Tua, and Lewis Hamilton. Messi's not going to a Marlins game. Come but, on now. But just, no, but just to be you, there for you just to be there to support Miami. It's the Chamber of Commerce have got together and they put the four of them together to promote Miami. That's what they're yeah, doing there at the game. They'll all except for Jimmy, because they'll be playing. They'll go to a heat game. They're not going to a Marlins. Well, I'm saying game. later on in a few months down the road. <laughs> all right, there you. Hey, listen, you have a great call today. You and Mike Conti, we're gonna play the <laughs> we're gonna play the calls tomorrow. Uh, it is Atlanta United, D.C. Jason, as always, thank you for joining us, but also for everything you do with our show. And I agree with Thanks, you, man. Guys, no, I appreciate no, it. Nobody's going to see the fish. Oh, I'm just telling you, somebody, the mayor's going to, the mayor's going, the mayor's going to take him out there. That's how it's going to happen. No, he ain't going either. Oh, jeez, you guys, I tell you, Sam. Hey, Jason, enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. Thank uh, y'all. All right, it's uh, Sam. We got to get out out of here. I'm sure somebody, Fricky's got an, he's probably got an opinion about this. He's coming up. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com.
Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg, we are back together for the first time in a couple of weeks, getting through this Saturday morning, 10th day of June. Thank you for letting us be a part of your sunny, very summer-like Saturday morning. Yeah, we're a week away from the Flash coming out, right? The, the, movie, the movie? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have I'm, you guys I'm, seen the Spider-Man movie? The, He's about the cartoon? Oh, my goodness. I've not seen it because I was in the, the human one. So. Did you see the first one? No. Wow. Well, why is that a wow? <laughs> it, it's it's I've a great movie. I've seen the Spider-Mans, but you're talking about the animated ones. Yeah, it okay, really I'm is a great there. movie. And then it just obviously have all the artists and producers. and It's crazy the turnout that it has. Well, well I'm not surprised, but I'm, you know. I, I, brought, I, brought up, I brought up Flash for... I know you did, and Max jumped no, in. No, no, so no, I brought Flash up before because who's playing Batman? Yes. That Batman's will make it. Well, there's two of them in there. I know there's two of them, but but Michael Keaton. The original. Is going to. Actually, the, the movie original. The movie original, not the TV, but but yeah. But but Michael Keaton is going to do Batman again. I literally saw a commercial while I was down in Florida. You know, the commercials in Florida are a little different than the commercials in Georgia because a lot of them have to do with things that the elderly would use mm-hmm. or need mm-hmm. and one of them was done by Burt Ward and his wife and talking about their grandkids. Burt Ward for those of you who don't know was the original Robin. Yes. The TV, the TV show, show back and in the 60s. Three years older dirt and he's down there doing <laughs> these commercials trying to look like he did when hey, man. he actually had the nerve to stand up and say hey I can take Bruce Lee. That was a thing once. That was yeah, actually a thing. Yeah, it was. That where that was. dude said he could take Bruce Lee. Yep. And Bruce, they, they couldn't find 10 people that could hold Bruce Lee back quick enough because he wanted at him real bad. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of movies, I did ask you guys to put yourself into a role that you think that you, well, one that you've thought of for however long you've thought of, and go, I would really like to play that. Like I, many people would say, man, I'd love to have played Don Corleone in The Godfather or Sonny. Actually, that might be a little bit more attractive. That role that James Conn had. So I asked you two to give me a character who you'd like to play. I was thinking about this coming up 75 because I was going to do it during casting call, but we got busy. I think I know at least the movie genre that you might pick. If you if you had I, to narrow I might it down, with a TV show that wasn't known really? that long. Yeah, but what what movie would you get? What I was going to say Indiana Jones for you. Yeah, which character would I be though? No, you'd I, be Indiana Jones. Oh, I'd be Indiana Jones. Yeah, because I, I know how you love that. But Or if I had to pick a character, I'd say you'd want to be his father. So you'd play the Sean Connery role. Sean Connery role. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. I could see you in that one. I, or I I'm, Sean I'm, Connery in The Untouchables. Yep. He's as dead as Julius Caesar. <laughs> that's one of my best lines, man. When you Just think about that. There, there's not much on the planet that's deader than Julius Caesar. <laughs> You know That's what I mean? For him to say that, man, I'm like, I lose it every time I hear him say that. No, the, the part I was thinking, it was a show that came out of the 80s, and I really didn't get into it when it was running primetime. I got it off of what's called Spencer for Hire, Robert Urich. Wow. And I would wow. be. and I would I be. I love that because I love and, Vegas. But I would be his partner in the movie. That was okay, a, Spencer for Hire. A, 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 Avery Brooks. He had a brother. That was oh, a that's right. Hawk. Yeah. That, if I could do that, dude. I would do that, dude. Okay. He was this menacing-looking ball guy with the dark glasses and a big old gun. And, and, but but, <laughs> okay. but he, he had been yeah. like he had been like with the arm breakers. He'd been like like with the the hoods, and he had come over to the other side and would do stuff for Spencer. And oh, just, I see. Okay, just show up and help the good guy out, and then just kind of fade back off into his car, or whatnot. He had a real nice car, big big BMW, I think he had. Mm-hmm. You know, 
And this guy had like full length mink coats. He had he uh, he, he was dressed right, but you know he wasn't taking no mess. Okay. So that would to me that would be like a cool cool uh, cool character. All right, Max, you got one. So or two. At first, I'm like, well, you know, I'm not. I'm, I don't know how to act, so I'm like quiet place. I wouldn't have to say any words. No, all I have to do is act scared. <laughs> but you're taking on somebody who you who you can you can be. But okay, um, as far as a role, a character from a, from a movie or TV show. Okay, now I've been told I resemble him a little bit, especially in the Starbucks lines for some reason. That's Tom Holland from Spider Man, but I don't know if that's kind of a big that's a big that's a big ass. Don't ask me. I tripped over the dude and didn't realize it was him. That's so wild to me. He's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, the next one would be. Peaky Blinders. I think I could play. I queued that up. Last I know. Night. I, I know. I got. I'm sorry. You said you watched it. I queued it up last night. I got busy with uh, other get with the game, but no, I didn't watch it. I will. All right. I, I th- will. I think I could pull off Peaky Blinders. But of all the movies, of all the TV shows in your life, you can't think of one character that stayed with you that you go, man, that person. I'd like to. Rocky's my favorite character of all time. Okay. Well. So I mean, I just would have to gain a couple more pounds. I mean, you would literally be the person. I'm just saying that that would be a role that you'd like yeah, to Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I think I could do Rocky. I would, like I said, I was driving up, and I thought of you two guys, and I wondered what that would be. Can we do talk How show? about you? Well, I was just going to ask, as I thought about that, there's a lot of movie and a lot of TV roles that I've thought of I'd kind of like to play. But you know what would be fun for me if I could do it one time? Would be Flip Wilson and hosting his show. Oh, wow. That's what popped into my mind. Now you would have to know who Flip Wilson is. You, you know. Or, or was. Well, well, that's his assignment. He'll find out and tell us tomorrow. <laughs> but that's, you know, I go back as far as you, but that's an iconic show. Yeah, oh, very and much. And to be him, there's two uh, times. An iconic show, a historic show. Yes, it was. Yes, historic it was. Show. And the people that were on that show. But he did something that nobody else has done, Flip Wilson, during, during his time doing stand-up. And he cracked up Johnny Carson harder than anybody ever did. And it's, it's part of the footage of Carson's, you know, the tapes he put out of his show over the 30 years. And he included a joke that Flip Wilson told. It must have been back in the 60s. It was black and white. So in them early years. But he said, till the end, that was the funniest joke I ever heard during the whole time I did that, did that show. <laughs> and that's why I included it. So anyway, and I'm not going to try and tell it here. You guys need to go look at it. But it's not a dirty joke. It's just it was the timing of it. It was all perfectly executed, and he just cracked them up. And you hear Carson just crack it up. <laughs> so anyway, that would be mine. If I had to pick a movie, a TV show, believe it or not, how I hate helicopters the way I do, but um, was it TC? Yeah, from Magnum. Magnum. That was pretty cool. I'd there. be up in that, being up in that, that helicopter. That was pretty cool. That's, that's Plus, I get cool. to work in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be so bad. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. John Fricky is joining us next. There were a couple things we didn't get to that happened on the show today. But before we get to that, not much conversation between you and I and what's going on with these NBA finals. Because we, it seems like you and I are on the same page in agreement that it's just a matter of time before Denver gets crowned. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and, you know, you know we, we, that's what we saw more of last night. And um, I think they wrap it up. I, I think they wrap it up on home four. What does that say about Miami's season, though? And what they oh did. tremendous season! It doesn't take anything away from it. The same is true if, if the Panthers come out, you know, on the, on the tail end of this uh, of this uh, Stanley Cup Finals, which a lot of people think will happen eventually, mm-hmm. but still to come where they were, and both have kind of similar stories in that regard. To go in, you know, a low seed, and to go in and knock off the the, the big guys, 
um, got everybody's attention and people followed to see what was next. So it's given us, you know, it's given us a great thing. Yeah, it hasn't been with the teams. It wasn't Celtics. It wasn't Lakers. It wasn't Golden State. It, you know, but, but still, it's been an attractive series to watch and because of Miami's story. And because you got, like we said, it's Jimmy Butler and some dudes. You know, as the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. As you were saying, Jimmy Butler and some, and the, dudes. And some dudes and some dudes. That's yeah. what it's been, man. Listen, we are going to have to uh, get used to seeing the red and blue with the crest in the middle Serbian flag over the next week or so. Next okay. couple weeks between Jokic and Djokovic. Winning French Open and then Joker doing it on the NBA Finals. They, there's not a prouder country right now than Serbia with these two dudes. And so I'm just saying, you're going to see that flag a lot. Hey, Sam, do you know Yeah. this was the day? And hey. again, there's always day one in everything that happens. Today was the day of the first log cabin. <laughs> really? The first log cabin was built and displayed today back in the 1600s, and it was in Delaware. You ever heard of Bridget Bishop? No. Bridget Bishop was the first victim of the Salem Witch Trials, which she became a victim on this day. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. There's the, the Salem Witch Trials, if you don't know about that, you got to check it out. You know, you wonder what day it happened, but this was the day that Ben Franklin decided to go out in a lightning storm and test out his kite theory, the kite flying experiment doing a lightning conductor, and it happened on this day, 1752. Really? Yeah, it did. Plus, uh, first public zoo opened on this day. The Chicago Tribune began publishing on this year date. Really? Right there by the river, and it was green then, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy? Bob, Dr. Bob and Bill Wilson. Never heard of these two guys? No. Guy named Dr. Bob, his name was Bob something else, and Bill Wilson from New York, they formed and opened it up today, Alcoholics Anonymous. Really? On this day. On this day. At Akron, Ohio. Now this one, I I, I just I just question because I, I just can't picture it. But did you, have you ever heard of Canada declaring war on anybody? Could you picture it? Even if you went and slapped Canada upside the head, you still can't picture them going and starting a fight or fighting back, right? They'd wave your finger at you or something. Something <laughs> like that. Hey, I, I, send, I, I, send won't you a, say, I won't say that. Worded letter. I won't say that. Now, how can you say that? Because they met you at the border. Well, that, no, yeah. no, no. They didn't get. No, this yeah. is Americans. Yeah. Canadians, when he, I didn't even get to the Canadian cops. <laughs> this, was, this was American law enforcement with automatic weapons. On this day, Canada declares war on Italy. I didn't know this. It happened in 1940. Man. Anyway, Saab started producing cars on this day. Oh, God. Of all the things this man did, and he, you know, I can remember him and people talking about him having a problem with this, but Sammy Davis Jr.'s biggest hit was released on this day. And of all the songs and the musician that Sammy Davis Jr. was, this was his biggest hit. Candyman. Okay. That was, and he always felt like, God, and it ain't even his song. Right. Anthony Newley wrote that thing. Right. And the greatest TV show of all time ended on this day. Mash. No. No. And to people still talking about the ending. Don't even. Can, I, I know it's really late to spoil it, but I'm actually starting I, to watch it. I was going to say it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You started. Well, it, but it's been talked about ad nauseum. Uh, okay. I mean, oh, it if is. You, if Sopranos. You need, yeah. 
The Sopranos okay. ended on this day, and we all know how it ended if you watch the show. It's not going to ruin the show for you. If my telling you how it ended uh-huh. ruined that show for you, it wouldn't be considered the greatest of all time. Okay. There's enough. So what season are you in still? I'm, I'm one. I, I was oh. a couple. I was a couple episodes in, and then I just because I love a good show, and I just always get hooked. I'm like, okay, I need to watch this. Everyone talks yeah, about it. Yeah, so. you need to watch it. Prince Phillips uh, would have been his birthday today. F. Lee Bailey would have been his birthday today. Mm. Happy 72nd birthday to Dan Faust. Faust. Wow. The greatest San Diego Chargers quarterback, would you say? Hall of Famer. Of all time. Mm-hmm. A happy 58th birthday to Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Uh, Pokey Reese, his birthday today, and we lost on this day. And I was been trying all show to get Max to play something, and he's had some technical issues. But today, we lost Ray Charles. Wow! On this day, the on people we day. lost on this day. This is crazy. Going back to Alexander the Great, Marcus Garvey, Jack Johnson, heavyweight champ. Yeah. John Gotti, Man. Ray Charles, and Gordy Howell, all on this on day. This day. Me and Sam will be back tomorrow, 6 until 10. Got some, oh, geez, it's going to be interesting because we got no big finals going on. No hockey, no basketball, but we got a lot of baseball. Yeah, we do. We'll be talking about that tomorrow, and we're going to know who's the French Open men's champion tomorrow. So we'll be back talking about that. Max will be joining us. I'll have a full-blown casting call. But John Fricky is up next. Thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.